Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello. Hey, everybody. I almost (laughs) just dropped my entire water bottle on myself behind the scenes, (laughs) but I hope you're doing well. (laughs) Man, it's too bad this isn't a video podcast because that was a very good look for you. Um, Maybe one day we'll do a special video episode. We'll be YouTube stars. Um, How's it going? It's going. Um, life is kind of catching up to me this week. I move in T minus. Well, while we're recording, I move in T minus like two weeks, less than two weeks. But when you guys are listening, you'll be in the thick of it. Like it'll be moving week. Um, and it just kind of hit me last night. Like I was laying in bed. And then at like 11 p.m., my brain was like, oh, you should think of every single thing you need to do before you move out. Um, So, you know, you just kind of get punched in the face with (laughs) reality sometimes. And I just had a moment of being like, oh, my God, I have like a lot of things to pack and a lot of things to do. And then I was thinking about moving into an apartment and going up and down an elevator a thousand times. And, you know, I just got ahead of myself (laughs) a little, but such is life work's busy it's sunny so i can't complain about those things it's just balancing all the things yeah it's a busy time of year and i feel like sometimes people are like oh yeah like it'll slow down when it's summer but that's not true no and moving's like it's a it's an exciting change but it's still like it's a good but it's still a stress you know it but it is also such a hassle like let's acknowledge that because we're never aware, you're never more aware of how much stuff you have. Um, I know several times when we moved, and this was like two years ago, that I was like, I'm just going to throw everything away. Mm-hmm. I really am. Um, I just made a lot of trips to Goodwill, and my dad, who has a truck, made a lot of trips to the dump. Um, yeah. And I still feel like, I'm like, man, why don't I just like get rid of a bunch of stuff? Like that's kind of I've been saying I'm like liquidating like I'm like okay if you if you <laughs> haven't used it since you moved into this house it's not coming with yes you to the apartment, so. yes that's a good that's a good rule plus um I'm you're gonna have less space mm-hmm. right so probably a good idea to not crowd yourself one thing I cannot stand is like really like a bunch of crowding or clutter, like trying, like basically like if, if you've like moved from a house to an apartment um, and you just try to cram everything into a smaller space, I just feel like I can't stay here. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I am excited to be in a smaller space because I know like I'm very grateful for the house I live in now, but I also don't need this much space. So I'm excited yeah. to see in terms of things what I won't need also. And like, I'll bring it with me. And then if I'm like, Oh yeah, there's not a spot for you here. I'll sell it or whatever. So yeah, it just kind of caught up to me last night. I was like, oh my God, I have a lot of things to do. And then with liquidating, I'm like selling a bed and a bed frame and like my longboard and a bunch of clothes. So then we all know the struggles of dealing with marketplace. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> so You know what? I honestly, um, 
we big milestone in our house we are done with the like physical high chair we're just using a booster at the table um we've had the high chair like pushed up without the tray on it to the table for some time but we're like you know what let's just get rid of it um so i got a we we leave one booster at the cabin all the time because we're there every weekend it's just a hassle to take it back so i bought another one for home and i was like hey am i gonna do this high chair it's just an ikea high chair but like you know, we bought a bunch of the accessories for it. And I was like, I remember my cousin who has a little guy who will be getting ready to eat in like a month or so, um, like as in real food. And uh, I messaged her and I was like, hey, did you ever buy an Ikea high chair? Cause like we just finished with ours. So, you know, maybe this will be easy. And she was like, oh my gosh, yes, how much? And I was like, honestly, just, just take it. it. <laughs> because I would rather give things away then deal with the pure anarchy that is Facebook Marketplace. Hundred percent. I'm selling like our spare our spare bedroom in this house is like my old bed from my parents' place. Okay. Uh, the mattress is like there's nothing wrong with it, but it's like sunk in in the middle because it was slept in for many years. It's comfy. It's like a little cocoon in there. Like but hammock. I'm selling the bed frame more importantly. And mm. A couple people have been like, oh, can I have the mattress? I'm like, actually, please take it. Like, take it and go. And they're like, how much? I'm like, zero dollars. Take the mattress. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you're just like, I just can't deal with separating the two. Just, get you just, just go. take it all. It's yours. <laughs> For my gift to you is to have the mattress and the bed sheets. Oh, Honestly, gosh. take it all. So. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like, I can't even with this. I would rather just like donate it to a worthy cause than to oh my like, God, deal with marketplace. Give anything and that's with my roommate. I'm like, do you want this? And she's like, not really. And I'm like, well, it either stays here or goes in the garbage. I don't know what to tell you. So. Right? So funny. Yeah. Um, for the week. Uh, do I have a win? Um, I feel like last week I said like my running was going really well. Oh yeah, because I had a really killer workout. You know mm -hmm. what? I felt that workout for a couple days. Um, but I did have a really great long run. Um, so what I'm doing, um, just because I know my body and I know I can't just keep piling on mileage and volume and be successful. What I'm doing is like a week on of um longer workouts and then i'm taking a week back and then i'm adding a little bit more later just to get my body a chance to adapt and um so old jess this week i have a short i have like the shorter week or the easier week i went for a recovery run on monday and i was like man i am my legs are tired i'm still sore from my long run on saturday uh I finished it. I did my strength workout yesterday. Today I'm supposed to do another like shorter run, but it's also smoky. So I was like, you know what? I might do an easy treadmill run later, but I might just not. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm totally okay with that because my body is feeling still tired and a little uh, fatigued and sore. Um, and old me would have just like pushed through and like YOLO and like, just been like dug myself deeper into that hole um and i noticed so i i got a new running watch and it has a lot more like health features like it like it automatically measures my hrv which if you don't know is like uh, it's like the length of time between heartbeats so it can tell when your body's stressed or when you're getting sick things like that um it's a little more in depth than that but that's the best explanation 
Um, and I noticed that the the dial is starting to move to one side. And I'm like, it's like a little game, right? Where you're like, I gotta keep her in the middle, like in yeah. the green, right? And I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm still in the green, but I'm moving further. And I'm like, you know what? I feel it. I feel that maybe I'm not as recovered as I would like to be. So my win to wrap that all up is sort of a mental win of being okay with not working out today if it doesn't work out and um, just sort of using the HRV number in a really positive way. I used to use it in a really negative way like, like 10 years ago. I would like, it would be low on one side and I would be like, oh, my, my week's ruined or, you know, like, um, so just being like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to like, I'm going to chill. I'm just going to try keep her in the green. If I feel good later, I might do an easy treadmill run or maybe I'll do my other strength workout today and then run tomorrow. Cause I think the air is supposed to be a little bit cleaner tomorrow. Um, but I'm just kind of like, whatever happens, like I'm, I'm good. I need to take care of myself because the long game is to get to a sinister uninjured and feeling good so and one or two runs not gonna make or break my season right so that's my win i know that's like a lot but if you know me you'll know that that's a huge win no and i think it's important to be able to listen to those cues especially when you are training for competition or hard end date i think it's easy for us to get in our heads of like but i have this like strict goal so that means i have to do it so i think it's important to listen to that too because yeah one or two runs is missed isn't going to set you back but uh an injury will but (laughs) one but one or two runs over trained is like if i was running and all of a sudden like this you know like my hamstring niggle turned into like another tear like would I be really upset? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More upset than missing a couple runs. So Yeah. And I think that comes with time and learning your body. I had a similar, it's not really my win, but I'll share it as a similar story. My workouts are pretty heavy, lower body focused, but like high volume, lower body, which is a new world for me because I told my coach that I, I, couple weeks ago I just decided I wanted quads like I was like I just want people to look at my legs and be like wow she gyms like that's just like a current life goal of mine and uh, yeah so I did my like first workout on Monday and my hamstrings were hurting yesterday and I should have done my other programmed workout yesterday but I see my trainer today and I know that Wednesdays are always heavy days because I'm with him in person. So he usually throws some different things at me. And I was like, I'm not going to do another workout that also has lower body in it. Two days in a row, I can probably handle. But knowing that today was coming, I was like, I'm absolutely not doing three days in a row of like volume (laughs) training on my lower body. So I just did my own like upper body workout yesterday to give myself a little bit of a gap. And I think that just comes with like learning your body and knowing knowing that line between like, can I push or do I need to give myself that little bit of a gap, um, which actually leans into my win perfectly. I talked about it on my Instagram story when we're recording, it would have been last night, but when you guys are hearing this a couple weeks ago, so if you don't follow me on Instagram, you missed some good chats over there. Um, <laughs> but I was out walking my dog last night and it was very not very much not shorts weather. Like I didn't realize how much the smoke impacts the warm. It was chilly yesterday. Like the wind was blowing and there was no sun because of the smoke. And I was like, 
what happened? It is not shorts weather out here. <laughs> but I just had a moment of actually like feeling good in my body and actually being like proud of my lower body for once. Um, I said this on my Instagram, but when I was in grade nine, this boy I had a crush on told me that no boy would date me because my legs would be bigger than theirs, um, which is like a pretty fucked up thing to say <laughs> in general. Um, but also at the ripe age of what, 15, not the best thing to hear. Uh, and as much as I would love to ignore that, that's been stuck in my head for the last 10 years. So wow. it, was nice to, it was nice to have a moment yesterday of just like looking down and being like, heck yeah, those are my legs and I built them and they're strong and I'm proud of them. And I wasn't like uncomfy to be in shorts, even though it wasn't as warm out as I wanted it to be. Like it was just, everything was okay. And that was a good feeling. Yeah. And like, what a important reminder that, I mean, like where do kids hear these things? Probably their parents, right? Like their parents have some body issues or food issues and they hear it and then they pass it on as like a power move or an attempt at a power move, but it does affect young women more than young men. And the things that we're, we hear from social media or just from peers, um, it sticks. And, and then there's like coaches like Jill and I that have to work really hard to help you get out of that, even though we have our own like, body issues and things like that it's man i just, and I just think punch that kid in the nose see <laughs> which is yeah it's just especially when it comes like as a young female from someone that like i probably held on a very high pedestal and had like yeah. for that to come from someone who i was like oh i was actually hoping you would like me and you just told me no one's ever gonna date me nice um but I just think it's interesting. I've thought about this lots over the years. Like, it's never left my brain. And the biggest thing that sticks out to me is, like, he probably said that sentence and forgot about it 10 minutes later and has never revisited that conversation. Yeah. And I'm here literally 10 years later, word for word, can replay it in my head. And he, like, grabbed my leg when he said it. And I was ah. like, ah. <laughs> so What a what a douche. Like, you know the little like pat people do like he was like you know no one's gonna date you if your legs are bigger than them right and then like patted me on the thigh and I was just like oh cool. <laughs> so but I just think it's funny how I mean it's not funny it's pretty messed up but like he's probably never thought about that again if I saw him in person today and was like hey remember that time yeah. you said this to me he'd be like he'd be like don't recall yeah <laughs> so, oh, that's it so was gross. a good it was just a good moment to feel I feel pretty okay in my body often. Um, and I know you and I talk about being pretty neutral in our bodies on like the not so great days, but it is nice to have those days where you're just like, heck yeah, I did this, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard. I know I sort of struggling a little bit right now just with some looser skin in my like lower abdomen and I'm like I can't even be upset about it because literally like I grew a whole ass human like can I really expect my body to look like I didn't and I I totally get that but sometimes I'm just like man I just wish it wasn't like that and 
you know, like it's hard to, it's hard to say like, oh yeah, but my core is so strong or I can run so far and like all these things. And you're like, but look at it. Yeah. And that's what I talked about in my story too, of like, you're allowed to, I always say this, you're allowed to want to change your body. You're allowed to have fat loss goals. You're allowed to do whatever you want. It's your body. Let's make sure we're doing it for the right reason. But having those other goals along the way makes it easier. And I would assume you would agree with that too, where if like your only goal was getting rid of the loose skin, you'd probably be having far worse of a time versus having running goals and having well, goals and having those things alongside it. Does that make sense? And do you and do you know what? Like I think the amount of effort and the things that would have to change in order for me to change it even a little bit, um, I probably wouldn't be having a good time mm-hmm. doing those things, right? So, and then really like my, the the part about that too is like, can I really expect to change skin? Mm-hmm. I, that, that, to me, like from a, as a coach, if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, well, yeah, but like what's realistic in that situation? What do you think is going to be the outcome after, you know, like the deprivation that would have to happen and the, you know, like, can I really expect a a change in my skin? Mm -hmm. No, no, (laughs) no. The only thing that's going to change it is if somebody cut it off. Um, That's a whole nother thing. (laughs) And that's a whole other problem and a surgery I don't want to recover from. So it's just, it's interesting how your brain goes there, even though logically, you know, that what you're looking for might not be achievable. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think I'm a very logical person. Um, but yeah, it's weird how your emotions are like, they just like they're there and they're like, why do you hate yourself? That's me and my client had a conversation the other day, and I don't know if I've talked about this quote on the podcast yet, but she brought it up to me. She saw it on TikTok, and this girl's like, you can't train a chihuahua to be a German shepherd. Oh, my God, I saw that. She was like, that just, like, clicked in my brain. But I totally get what you're saying at the same time where your brain's like, but what if we could? Like, as much as you, like, no, it's not going to happen, your brain's like, but what if it did? (laughs) So Yeah, those are it's always crazy to me in the back of our heads. The, the female brain is a, a labyrinth of things. Yeah. And it's um, just having, I think it's always helpful to have some other things to focus on along the way too. And I know um, we had a couple DMs talking yes. about similar so things too. We had some feedback on our, I've had it episode. So there's two things. And one of them, the last one's going to lead into what we're talking about today. Once we finally get to our topic, the first one that this person has had it with is foods that people love to hate on. And it was like, but they're not so bad. And the example they gave was bagels. And I <laughs> could not agree more because as you guys know, there are no good foods. There are no bad foods. There's just food. Food doesn't have moral value. Uh, I I actually saw, I was going to, I think maybe I sent you the video, Jill. But I saw this guy who was like, it was the same guy who was like, oatmeal is bad for you. Oh, yes. uh, but it's the classic, you can picture him. He's in the grocery store. He's yelling. Immediately, my brain's like. <laughs> um, and he was like. Eating plants 
isn't as good for you as you think it is. <laughs> and he was like, don't eat spinach. And I was like, oh, God. and he was like, you need to eat like beef liver. And I was like, nope. <laughs> you know, I want to know where my brain goes when people <laughs> talk about eating plants. It goes to like actual plants never vegetables like, you never think like a vegetarian you just no, think like I'm never everybody's like, eating oh, dandelions they mean like spinach and leafy greens no my brain goes to like monsteras and i'm like why are we eating plants anyways so. i grew a fern and i made a salad out of it yeah. um yeah and i'm just like look i understand that taking a polarizing view gets you views and gets you likes and all that kind of stuff it happens with every other topic but like a salad is not bad for you it's just not like and you have a whole the, the worst thing about that was like you have a whole population of people like a large population of people that eat vegetarian or vegan right and all of a sudden those are not healthy people i i don't buy it i stopped watching because i just can't but like you know i know a couple people who have tried the so-called carnivore diet where you only eat like a carnivore you don't eat vegetables and do you know why they stopped <laughs> because they couldn't poop because they did not have any fiber in their diet so yeah. tell me how that because that's what that guy was promoting is healthy what are you gonna do eat all meat and then do some colonic cleanse so that you can poop yeah that sounds like a good idea and super pleasant to be around mm -hmm. um and and he's saying that you can't your body can't digest spinach well that's weird because when you eat dark leafy greens that have lots of fiber it seems like it does its job yeah <laughs> unless you got some digestive issues but that's a conversation for another day that's um, not what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, there's always foods. And like, even with bagels, like, eat a whole grain, a multi-grain bagel. You got like 10 grams of protein in your bagel. So don't talk to me about bagels being bad for you. <laughs> I, but like, yeah. first of all, bagels are delicious. They're filling. They, you know, like, I don't. I don't see anything wrong with bagel. Yeah, they might be a little high calorie for people who are caring about that sort of thing. Um, yeah, like if you're in a calorie volume, deficit, don't get me wrong, it's a little tricky. Like you can have a bagel a day. You probably can't have three bagels a day, but is anyone? Well, I bet there's someone eating three bagels a day, but like there's probably a happy medium. I mean, anyways. I like my I like my bagels. Um, I probably max have had two a yeah. day. And one was like regular whole cream cheese, and the other one was like with eggs in the middle. So that's two completely different meals. It's not like I'm sitting here having like, like just the bagels. Anyways, it's not about the bagels. It's I I think we've said this a number of times, but they always say people need to hear things over and over again before they ring true. If somebody is on the internet and they are like absolutely polarizing about usually it's food they're probably full of shit or if they're absolutely polarizing where they're like bagels are bad spinach is bad oatmeal is bad 
And then you hear people like Jill and I that are like, you know what? There's actually room for a little bit of everything. Those are the people you want to listen to are the people that are like, well, we can make room for almost anything or the people that are like, it depends. And I know y'all hate it when we say it, but it's true. It totally depends. Yeah. And with social media, you also have to understand that those polarizing oh. things gets pushed further and those keywords get pushed further. It's the same. If I start my videos by saying like, this is a high protein, simple, easy meal, I can guarantee you that video takes off versus just starting it with like, this is what we're making today. Like there, right. everyone uses the tricks of the trade. Um, and the other one that we got about that I've had it was the posts that are like, in two weeks, you'll feel it. In four weeks, you'll see it. In six weeks, you'll hear it, blah, 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 blah. Um, which kind of leads into what we wanted to talk about today too around summer and goals and the pressure to feel like you have to change things going into summer. Um, do I think those posts are necessarily wrong? No. Do I think their timelines are very off? A hundred percent because <laughs> I, I think a tough realization in I'll talk about the fat loss world world because I think it's most common in that it's going to take you longer than you want it to or longer than you think it should. Like I have clients come to me and they'll be like, yeah, I was hoping to lose like 12 pounds in the next three months, which doesn't seem like that unrealistic of a timeline. But that first month is figuring out what you're doing with your nutrition currently and then making adjustments and then it probably is going to take you a week to actually like settle into the adjustments then we have to see how your body reacts then we have to adjust again blah blah blah, blah. we're already at like six weeks and we're just figuring out what your body needs nutrition wise so as much as it hurts to hear and it's like a tough pill to swallow your goals are probably going to take you longer than you want them to or you think they should but that also means they're probably going to stick you could lose 12 pounds in six weeks, stop eating carbs, you'll get there. Um, but as soon as you put carbs back in, that weight comes back. So the longer it takes, sometimes the better it is to like maintain and keep off versus flipping between the two. Um, I do think those posts, like I get what they're saying when like people will start to notice blah 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 especially close friends close family we talk about this all the time if you know your friend is working towards a specific goal it's okay to point out when you notice progress within them um so i do think those things come but probably not in that timeline yeah i think um i think those posts are trying to be motivational but we all know that motivation doesn't last no. and consistency um, and a little bit of grit or just like mind over matter. Sometimes you need to just be like, I don't want to work out, but I am going to, cause I know I'll feel better. I'm working towards the goal, whatever. But at the same time, um, you don't have to spend the entire summer inside your gym. Um, it, if you want to change it up and maybe only lift one or two times a week from your usual three or four, and you want to get doing things outside, 
um, what a better time to do it when, when there's more daylight and when it's sunny and when you are craving that sort of thing. So if you know you're going to be doing things like hiking or if you, you know, are commuting on your bike or things like that, that, that all counts, mm-hmm. right? It's not just taking the summer off, but wouldn't it be nice if you could almost deload in the summer and be like, cool, like I, I go to the gym a couple times a week, but it's not uh, it's not as serious as I do over the winter because you don't want to be outside. Like, that's okay too. You don't always have to be pushing to some sort of summer goal. Like I know the they're probably already, it may have already been past their prime, but um, the people who are like, oh, get your summer bod or whatever. Start now and you'll be ready Start for now. summer. Yeah. Um, you already have a body. And it's almost summer. So your summer bod is already here. <laughs> yeah. And as you, as I said in the beginning of this podcast, you like, you're allowed to want to change your body and want better for it and have goals and all those things. I think we both agree on that. But it should be more than just for a season or just for a vacation mm-hmm. or just for whatever. Yes. As a fat loss coach, I understand that our bodies are seen more in the summer. So usually, that's when we start to be like oh god people are going to see me in shorts and a tank top i don't like the way i look or feel or whatever great well not great but like cool (laughs) that you want to create change um but you should want to create that change for you for life for all the seasons yeah maybe it's seen more in the summer but if we're only doing something for a season what's the point in doing it at all? Because this time next year, we're going to be in the exact spot all over again. Yeah. And from a performance perspective, um, endurance athletes, mainly like people like triathletes, cyclists are a big proponent of this runners. If you're seeking your quote unquote race weight, um, just stop because you're going to, if you're building your volume, and your capacity, uh, and you're also restricting your diet, those two do not go well together. Fed athletes are faster. That's the science. I get that there is strength to weight ratio and watts per kilogram and all that stuff. But if you are underfed, I don't care how small you are, you are not going to perform. I can say that from a science perspective, but I can also say that from a personal experience perspective as somebody who used to chase that race weight when they were younger. And you know what? I am just as fast 10 years later and 10 times smarter and a million times stronger and less injured. So uh, if you're listening to this, and you're pursuing a big endurance goal, now's not the time to be cutting calories at all. And I think it's funny that you would say that too, because on my side of the coaching world, summer's actually when I increase most of my clients' calories. And I know someone's going to listen and be like, what? But I want to be my smallest in the summer. Yeah, but you also want to be able to live your life in the summer. And I say this with the most love and the most compassion, but if you're striving to reach your summer body now, you're too late. 
I know there's the cliche quote that's like summer bodies are built in the winter, but it's not wrong. Like if my clients have hard deadlines, hard goals, like one of my clients had a wedding. She got married last summer. Um, she's worked with me for years, but obviously on your wedding day, like you want to feel confident and you want to look good in your body. And I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. Do we have to make sure we're approaching it the right way? Yes. But her wedding was in August, I believe. And we did her fat loss phase far before August was anywhere close. Her highest calories were actually right around her wedding because I knew she wasn't going to be in a calorie deficit around her wedding anyways. So what's the point? And let's put that like, you know, like cycling, you know, whatever aside, but do you want to be that person who shows up at a barbecue with their Tupperware because you're in a fat loss phase and you can't fathom having a burger with a bun? Like, do you really want to be that person who's like, oh, like I'm not eating carbs right now and you're, are you eat your lettuce? I mean, you can, you can have a lettuce wrap if you want to, like they're delicious, but like, you know, you're probably naturally going to be more social in the summer anyways. Um, you might have like patio drinks, you might be at barbecues, you know, there's lots of like fun summer festivals and holidays. Wouldn't it be great if you could just enjoy yourself and enjoy the food that you're eating and the things that you're drinking and not feel like you're going to have to put it into my fitness pal later? Yeah. And I mean, there is the side we always talk about of like keeping your goals in mind and being conscious of what you're up to and what you're wanting in your body performance wise physique wise whatever um but it is again in the kindest way like having leaning down for summer having a fat loss goal whatever needs to start far far before may or june like that should have been in the works and in the progress and building the foundations of that months ago um and that's okay if you didn't. Like, you can still enter a fat loss phase in the mm-hmm. summer, whatever, but you're probably going to see your results by September. So then the whole, like, oh, I'm doing this for summer kind of defeats the purpose, and we might as well just do it as, like, a long-term yeah. thing instead of a summer goal. On the flip side, I also think it's a 1,000% fine to not want to change anything in your routine. Like, if you feel really solid in your workouts and your nutrition right now, and you're like, yeah, summer's coming, but I don't care. Like, I want to stick with my things. Cool. I find there's a yeah. lot of pressure on social media around summer to be like, I need to change everything. I need to lose weight. I need to stop working out. I need to spend 47 hours a day outside. Like, if you're happy in your routine, keep your routine. Don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. And can I just say that, like, last summer I had – um I had a few nutrition clients that they they all worked together so they were like they were doing the my coaching curriculum as a group but not really um and uh the fact that we were able to heal their relationship with food in the summer was like game changing life changing I believe one of them said it was life changing because it was the first vacation that she has ever gone on where she wasn't obsessing about her food the whole time. Can you imagine how that felt to be able to go? And it was a camping vacation. So to go to BC camping with your family and not feel like you were going to like, like 
be able to navigate around like a bowl of chips without overindulging or without like throwing them away so that you don't eat them all or be able to enjoy everything in moderation with some mindfulness and come home and be like, you know what? That felt really great to not think about food the entire time and to enjoy the time with the people that I was with. Um, so now would actually be a great time if you wanted to start some coaching with me. <laughs> a little shameless plug there. It would be great if you could set yourself up before summer so you can navigate everything with ease. But um, she was actually on, I know she listens to the podcast, so she's going to appreciate me remembering that she was actually on vacation. And I was like, if you need me to talk you off the ledge, you just send me a text. Yeah. I'll just, I'll be ready. And, and I was actually a little bit, I did tell her this, so this won't be a shock. I was a little bit uh, nervous for this vacation because I was like, oh, this could go either way. She could either navigate it really well, or she could just like, like total kind of flop. And it was the best possible outcome as a coach that I could have asked for because she was like, that was the best vacation ever, all these things. And I was like, yes, yes, this is why I coach the way that I do because things like this happen and her life has totally changed because of starting to work with me. And I, that's not just a, you know, uh, brush my shoulders off like I did a good job. She did all the work, but it just shows that you can change that relationship or you can change old habits um, if you're not happy about it. I think we're a little bit off topic now, but you don't, yeah, you don't have to change much in the summer. You can just, I know I relax a little bit because I know I'm going to run more and they know that a few extra carbs is like, hey, that's fuel for my next run. So, yeah. And I think like having, having confidence to navigate all things that come with summer comes with having confidence in your nutrition and knowing you're making yeah. choices that are right for you, your body, your mind, all the things. Um, and that can be done no matter what your goal is, but you need to learn how to do that first. And I think there's just a lot of pressures and a lot of shoulds and a lot of, this is what you should be doing because yeah. it's summer and watch how many calories are in your drinks and uh, eat less carbs. Like I posted the other day about like weekend habits, mostly in general, but I labeled it for fat loss because like I previously said, we all lean into the marketing strategies and the internet a little. Habits you can use anytime though. And I did have a lady reply and she's like, oh, you had me till the last one, which was don't skip other mm -hmm. meals just because you're going out. And I'm like, that's arguably the most important one. But there's a lot of messages yeah. that's like, well, if you're going to go for drinks then you better eat less carbs in your breakfast or whatever. Um, and like you need to make room for meals out. Like we've all heard that type of Skipping a meal earlier in the day is a great way to overindulge when you go out. Yeah. And then you're going to feel terrible because you overindulged and that just starts the cycle of restricting the next day and overindulging again. It is literally, you know, that science theory that's like every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That's exactly what it is. Your yeah. body does the same thing. So restriction equals indulgence. And that's what indulgence, I told her. Indulgences don't happen on their own, guys. They don't. They don't because if you're satisfied throughout the day, you don't feel the need to indulge later. That's a little that's a little segment from Moderation 365. I know it's not uncommon knowledge, but 
if you're sitting there thinking, oh man, like, I don't know why I skipped, I skipped, I skipped breakfast because I was going to go to brunch and then I ended up eating my weight in hash browns. What happened? Uh, because you didn't eat till 11 a.m. and you were starving. That's what happened. But if you had gotten up and had like, I don't know, a protein smoothie, something small, maybe a piece of toast, and you weren't starving by the time your food arrived at 1130, hmm, may have turned out so differently. I, I don't know. Give it a try. I told her, I'm like, that's arguably the most important one, actually. So totally. I couldn't agree more. There's a lot of messaging around summer and I think it can be a stressful time because we all have this little panic of like oh my god do I need to change everything I'm doing right now and we're just no. wanted to let you, you know, know what you can, can do though that you can change right now stop trying to fit into your shorts from last year just buy new shorts just do it do yourself a favor buy a great pair of shorts that you love to wear and donate the other ones just, I actually do it had a moment I wore my shorts for the first time last weekend and they fit from last year but I like wholeheartedly was about to put them on and be like oh gotta go short shopping and then they fit and I was like you're like damn it what's happening right <laughs> now so it was a little bit of like reverse shock like oh, I'm oh. usually just I, like okay my legs grew after buying new shorts but I was like what's happening right now <laughs> and it wasn't even like oh I did so who, good I was literally just like who am I what's happening um I actually had a little bit of shorts disappointment this week. I, um, I, I ordered new running shorts, not my normal brand and style. I was like, I want these like cool trail running shorts thinking that they would be great. First of all, my first mistake was I didn't really read the description well enough. And the first pair I ordered didn't have a liner in them. Mm -hmm. If you know, you know, what am I going to do? Run with underwear on? No. So I ordered another pair from the same brand and they did have a liner. Both of those shorts, my thighs ate them up. I have never had that happen in so long with the with running shorts in particular. And I was just like, you know what? I tried to do something nice for myself. I'm just gonna go back to my tried and true Lulu's. I tried, I tried. I tried to be really cool, wear Arcteric's running shorts, but my thighs loved them so much. They just yep. bubbled them up. So now they're just going to be like casual walking around running shorts because obviously I wore them and we cannot return them. So um, if you guys have recommendations for cool trail running shorts that uh, your thighs do not get gobbled in, I am all ears to that. I'm going to have um, to send you. There's this girl on TikTok and she did a whole series of like testing running Ms. shorts. Miss Space Cadet? Yeah. Love her. Okay. Love her. She's <laughs> she's like the she's like the she's like my inspo for being like not a serious, serious runner because she's done like marathons and half marathons, but she is so funny. Um it's Ms. Space Cadet, if you're if you're curious about her. She was also on Carrie Pagliano's running podcast. Um she was very funny there too. She's hilarious. She yeah, she tr she's tried like like probably 50 pairs of shorts and she's like thigh gobble factor whatever like i i immediately thought of her as i was running and i was like well <laughs> there they go <laughs> not gonna work. um 
yeah i have no running shorts recommendations because i don't run so. <laughs> it's like you were the last person i would ask for running shorts. my running career was very short-lived so because 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 jill will run in like 30 degree heat and full leggings that's why i don't ask her for running short recommendations um in case you didn't know it's because i also haven't found shorts that don't just end up in my hoo-ha so i just put pads on at such as life so um but yeah if you're feeling a little stressy headed into summer i know technically we're already in summer but if you're sitting there being like oh, oh not till june 21st guys okay we're still in spring it's just been sweaty already but if you're sitting there being <laughs> like oh my god i didn't change anything or yeah you're stressed because you didn't change anything or you're feeling like you have to change something if you're okay in your routine stick with your routine if you're yeah. wanting to make change in your body or make change with your nutrition or whatever do a quick check-in with yourself are you doing this because it's summer and you feel like you have to or you should or are you doing this because you want better for your body and you want it to be a long-term change because i guarantee you the latter of that is what's actually going to stick so you're not rolling into next summer yeah. being, oh my god i have to do it all over again <laughs> yeah yeah we, as you guys know we are huge people that support people that support. huge people <laughs> we always will support that long-term change no quick fixes here uh if that is i think doing things for the right reasons is probably paramount in all goal setting things uh and that's probably a good place to kind of cut her off here so if you have thoughts if you have any more i've had it we would love to hear them because you never know what's out there um and we might not be on the same side of TikTok, but i'm sure there's things that you guys think that we should see and we love it when you guys send us things because that often sparks a conversation between the two of us and then we think oh, we should just record this um so thank you for the people that continuously reach out on our instagram which if you're not following get over there it's at lattes and lifting podcast if you're looking to find me on the gram or anywhere else on socials, it's at JLAC Fitness. You can find me at coachjail.april. And the last thing I've had it with is these friggin' forest fires. So pray to <sighs> whatever higher power you believe in that central Alberta. If you're not from Alberta and you're like, what do you mean? Just pray, send a little please and thank yeah. you up or down, whichever for, way to whoever you believe in yes, for like a do tsunami a, of rain <laughs> do a rain dance if you are in a community that does things like that thank a firefighter if you know one and do not break the fire ban please keep and your cigarette butts in your vehicles send central alberta some rain because we i would like to be able to breathe but also i would like everything to not be on fire mostly <laughs> so yes, keep um, your fingers crossed for alberta <laughs> and that's my closing notes i've had it with forest <laughs> fires we will catch you guys next time Bye. Bye.